I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. week on up to 90 we told prince andrew and michaela mccallum oh we nearly didn't press the button there emma i'm so proud that i actually do you know what i'm glad you came into the kitchen now because if we were doing it that in the car we never would have noticed we never would have noticed yeah you're right so um yeah emma wins again and we're recording from her kitchen but you did have a legitimate excuse today now to be fair i did Wait till I tell you, the car wouldn't start this morning, but last Monday, flat tire. Did I tell you about that? No. Last Monday, right, I went out. I can't believe somebody's slashing your tires. (laughs) It's someone who's really mad that we're not done with the 90s anymore. No, I have my suspicions. There's a couple of owl lads on this road who are retired and they're only gutting to do shit all the time. Oh, sure. Uh, Do they have a small dog? That's always key. Yeah, yeah. They all have small dogs. So they monitor the neighborhood and the excuse is they're taking the Jack Terrier for a walk. And the Jack Terrier yeah. ends up like lus- looking pos- like just positively anorexic looking yeah, by the end steroids. of it. Because it's just doing so much cardio. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. This, yeah, like little Jack Russell looks like he should be vaping wearing JD Sports. But um, yeah, I think they're doing shit to my car. They're trying to entice me into having to knock into them and say, sorry, I don't know what's going on in my car. And they'll bring out, like, they'll open their garage and it'll be like a full mechanics. But it's not happening. So last Monday, flat tire. Uh, I had to abandon the car because I didn't know I had a flat. And I had to, I was at the gym, <laughs> smug. But I had to get back to bring the boys to school. So I had to actually start running after the gym oh, and flag gross. a taxi down. This what? is like a fucking... This is all before like, you scooted off into work. Yeah. So got home, couldn't wash the hair. That was gone. But I got into work and everything. Had to get a towed up to the garage. And the tire, it was like fucking gremlins. It was ripped on two sides of the tire. Like it wasn't just like flat tire. It was... It was like a wild animal had been on it. And he was like, was it flat for long? Was it this? Was it that? I don't fucking know. And then he said to me, oh, it should be grand, but you might, there might be something wrong with the valve. So now I'm checking my tires every 10 minutes like a fucking mental player. But then this morning, the car wouldn't start. Battery. So the AA came out there and... Such a balls. But my car just doesn't do Mondays now, it's decided. Just yeah, like, fuck It's it. a boomtown rash. <laughs> Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90.
I do think, oh, well, I've well, had a lot of shit with the car, but none of it's say. interesting. To be fair, none We've of it's interesting. About our car, well, um, I did go, I did go for a blow dry. Um, I went for a blow dry yesterday. Did you? Uh, yeah, I did. I went for a blow dry oh, yeah. yesterday. And, oh, well, actually, no. What day is today? Monday. Monday. But why, why do they call? Saturday. Oh, I Saturday. would have gone for, yeah. Saturday what I went for the blow dry. What do they call them in America? It's really disturbing. They don't call them blow dry. Blow out. Yeah. That's so wrong, isn't it? I mean, it's we've all graphic. done that. Can I just book myself in for a blowjob? Like, we've yeah, all yeah. done that one. But yeah, blowout. But a blowout, uh, yeah. Now, it does sound like a manic episode, doesn't it? Yeah. Can I just have a blowout? <laughs> but I went for a blowout, blow in, blow dry, blow job um, on Saturday. And mm. you know when you're just like, I don't... I get it. I have awful hair. But I just didn't need the hard sell that yeah. day. I didn't need the hard sell. So... Oh, you know, like you sit down and they're just like, oh, what shampoo would you like? Whichever one you want there now. And should I condition? You're like, have have you seen my hair? Of course. We're, what kind of mentor would I be to say, do you know what? I like the bad condition. So let's leave off the conditioner. But then questions. I don't, I don't where mind. Where do you part it? Yeah. It parts where it fucking parts. Yeah. But I. It parts where the big fucking cows like is. There's a fucking hint. You know yeah. What I mean? But it, it was funny when she was like, uh, so I can't remember the brand. Let's just say it was Kerastase, but I, I, I don't know what the brand was that they had. Yeah. So she oh, was yeah. like, uh, what shampoo and conditioner do you use? So you never say, you never say you use little own brand, which is what we all use. You look at the brand that they have at the time yeah. and you say, I use, because I like to freak them out as mm, well. Mm. So I like to say, again, we'll just say it was Kerastase. Have we got I a new use, sponsor? Um, we've got a new sponsor, <laughs> but I'm not going to say who. I just want to leave it yeah, off yeah. until the end. <laughs> I Maybe use Kerastase. And, uh, and she was like, really? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I've been using it for about six months. Now, cause <laughs> I do like to fuck with them because yeah, if yeah. you listen, you need to look me up on Instagram, people, just to see how funny this is. Um, that I, that I'm supposed to using Kerastase. Um, and then she was like, which? But she was on to oh, me. She said, which one do you use? What did you say? Well, because now I was ca- now I was caught in the web and I couldn't do that because I was in the sink. So my head was. I but you say, are you are a little bullshitter though. No, aren't you? I couldn't. <laughs> aren't you? You are. I am Sometimes a BS I merchant. Hear them and I just let you go, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I okay. am a bit of a BS merchant. I really I, pick you up on your BS. I um. I yes, yeah, so I was in the sink. No, I'm just laughing at myself in this moment. So I was in the sink. So you can't. Yeah. Which one do you use? Oh, yeah. So in my head, is, you're so vulnerable. Aren't yeah, you? you're very vulnerable, yeah. and like the the water's getting a little bit too hot. <laughs> <laughs> so you are at this woman's mercy. So then I said, because my head was saying, I was like, will I say like the one for curly hair, the one for dry? It's like, don't say the type because you don't know what the names are. Oh, yeah. Say the color of the bottle. Oh yeah. So I oh, said yeah. it's kind of a pinky one, um, which I thought was safe enough. And yeah. you know what she said, Emma? Well, you're full of shit. There isn't a pink one. Oh. So then she I said even let it just go. she wouldn't oh, no. let it go because it was one of us two. Was we were playing chicken. 
We both yeah, knew yeah. the other. We both knew what we were up to. So then I said, oh, well, I don't know because... I'm colorblind. Um, I've got glaucoma. I was, at this stage, I'm like blinking madly. and I'm very triggered by shampoo. Yeah, and I just said, oh, now. I don't know because I actually... <laughs> I've poured it into another bottle. I know, Emma, I'm sorry. I just didn't know what to do in the moment. She's like, you poured it into another bottle. I was like, yeah, I have So you'd rather tell her that you're ingesting shampoo. I put my shampoo in a glass bottle because I don't like plastic. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm not going to say where I got the blow dry done. You know loyalty to her, Jessica. But the cost, the cost, I'm not even going to tell you what the cost was. It was insane. tell me. I mean, 36 euro, I just think is too much money. Blow dry. But apparently, Emma, I've asked around. Did you get a blow job as well? I wish, I wish. I didn't get any, didn't even get a flick of the bean. Um, but 36 and then there's the thing of like do you, do you like your hair 10% tip you know it's very I just you know nobody should be spending 40 euro on what is essentially just washing I your think hair you should go to like a hair master class for a day and learn how to I need to learn how to do it, it. yeah <laughs> and I <laughs> I need to learn how to give myself a I have a great it. hairdresser this is the first hairdresser I've really liked her name's Emma Oh, right here in Ballyboden. Where do you get your? Where's the Just hairdresser? Just at the top of the road on Taylor's Lane. Okay. Yeah, upstairs. And the colour like, and everything's great. Yeah, she's just nice, and she just does what you want. And it's I think low I'm going to have to relent, and I'm just going to have to do the Brazilian blow dry or whatever it's called because I just need to learn how to manage my hair myself because it's just yeah. too expensive. Or would you not get the the twelve week? Whatever, Is that not whatever. the Brazilian blow dry thing? Yeah. Oh, well, they call it a cup. Yeah, I think it's like twelve week blow dry Brazilian blow dry, and then it's called some treatment, but it's yeah. all the same. So I, I need to come up with something because it's just it's just too much for a blowy. Um, <laughs> and we are talking this week a lot to talk about. I know. Prince Andrew, yeah. did you watch it? I did, and you know what was the great thing? I actually didn't know. Was it on Saturday night? <laughs> I've no idea. I, think, I on, think so. I think it was on Saturday night and I didn't actually know it was on. And me and Shane were watching. Oh, yeah. We were watching uh, something already. And then we were, he was seeing it coming up on Twitter or whatever. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that was on. Because in fairness, I'm actually so out of the loop of what is on like regular TV now. I, I rarely fucking sit down and just, you know, flick, give it a flick on the telly. So I watched it today at lunchtime, which was great because I was able to kind of, and then I knew we were going to talk about it tonight. I was able to kind of watch it with, like to study it. Mm -hmm. Before I get onto it though, we watched uh, a movie uh, called Due Date with Zach Galifian. Yeah, Zach G. Zach G. And who's the guy who used to do drugs? He's quite good looking. Um, American actor. You're gonna have to give me more. That literally describes <laughs> every American actor going. Right, well, he's in due date with Zach G. He. Um, was it a good film? No, it was absolutely shite. I mean, I presume but it I still, revolves around a pregnancy. Yeah, so the good looking ex druggy fella. Um. Oh, like he was a big, dr- he was, he was mad for his drugs. Okay. Dark haired fella. 
hang on, I'm going to have to look You'll it up have now. to do it. It no, doesn't make you a bad person. No, because once I say it then, but uh, like you knew, it was one of those things that you knew from the outset that it was going to be shit, just even mm. just the premise of the film and everything. Even um, the title, Emma, to be honest. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I'm surprised J-Lo wasn't in it. Oh my God. Do you remember that film where J-Lo um, has just decided to go to a sperm donor and she meets Matthew McConaughey? Don't you hate when that happens? Fuck's sake. Um, that is the law of Murphy right there. And I stopped watching that film within 10 minutes and she is sitting at dinner and then we'll, you can announce who this, this <laughs> dark haired drug addict is because <laughs> so we're all dying to know but within 10 minutes of the J-Lo film yeah. when she's sitting across the table from bear in mind her straight I repeat her straight male friend yeah yeah and she's saying, look, can I just have your sperm? And she's saying, you don't have to have sex with me. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. She's like, I promise you don't even have to look at me. And you're like, Come I'm out. On. I'm out. I've actually been listening to J-Lo's uh, music recently. But I mean, do you know what song I used to love? What? I was fucking obsessed with it. Ain't that funny. <laughs> I love that one. I fucking loved Like Ja Rule. Pre, let's never mention Fire Island again. Okay, Fire Festival. It was like Rule was, was the best thing that, that fucking funny. happened to her. Yeah, yeah. Other than right. P. Diddy Witty. Yeah, yeah. But Ja Rule was unreal on that album. Do you remember the one? Ain't My love don't cost a I mean, thing. that was appalling. And then, do you know what they did with that one? They did it. I don't know if you remember this on MTV. Sorry, we're not going to... It's not I 90s anyway. when it's she not. did the, the rapping. I couldn't handle it, Emma. <laughs> no, they had couldn't this, handle the rapping. They had this show on MTV. It was short-lived where if you were a super fan of the artist, you could go and make the video yourself. So they would set you up and dress okay, you up yeah. like J-Lo and you could do your version of My Love Don't Cost a Thing. And... I mean, this is at the time when I was still watching MTV invested in it, like thinking that every like still you're still at the point where thinking Pimp My Ride is a good TV show. And they had this one doing my love don't cost a thing JLo video, like a cheap knockoff version of that video and her doing like all the JLo dance moves. And like she's a really like nice girl, but it was the biggest pile of shit I'd ever seen in my life. It was bad. It was a bad day for J-Lo fans everywhere. The actor, Julie, I laughed at myself when I saw his name and how I couldn't think of it. Robert Downey Jr. Emma, for fuck's sake, <laughs> what's going on with you? <laughs> and look at Zach's dog. They, do they always have to have that dog in movies now? It's like I a, think it's kind of a prerequisite. What is that? Is that? That's a French bulldog, isn't it? But it's so bad. So we were all, it's basically like, is it not just the hangover, but a different version? Yeah. I mean, it's and do you know what? So I'm shit. sad for Zach because he's just. Oh, I like Zach. He's just not moving on from the hangover, though. Yeah, but I think that's just the character he's going to play. I would have liked to have seen him in Star is Born <laughs> in the leading role. <laughs> so he would have liked to have done it too. I did think he was great in. Is it the campaign or the candidate or whatever that is with Will Ferrell? He is okay, funny. Okay, yeah, but he does we love Will be, as well. He is. I love. Do you remember Will? Like, um, Will, came, well. Will came to um, Trinity. He or came to, he yeah. came to, to to some college lecture thingy, and I'll never forget. It was so funny. He was so he comes out in a rugby jersey, and he was oh, saying, yeah. "I've I've loved being in Ireland." Um, 
something about the pictures are all over Bebo and the the lecture hall lost its fucking mind like this was just like I mean it was this is when Bebo was like you were ringing your best mate saying would you mind clicking onto my profile just to get the clicks up remember (laughs) the clicks would come up yeah so Eamon shout out to Eamon again I used to ring Eamon and say would you mind doing a few clicks there um and I hit the second thing he said was he just took a beat and he said um there was a row of people in wheelchairs in the front row oh yeah and he took a moment and he said I specifically said no disabled people (laughs) It was brilliant. And everyone lost their shit. Because we've talked about that. But you know, in that situation, people go to extraneous lengths to like avoid talking about, you know, if somebody has a physical disability. And look, just if you're a comic listening to this, my advice would be if somebody has a physical physical disability, they want to be slagged or as much physical, as anyone else. Or, of, a, or physical, a physical. A physical disability. Bertie Ahern had a lot of those. Um <laughs> I know, because do you know what, actually, because I, I did a gig there um, a few months ago, and there was a lovely guy, he was such a good crack, I, I, look, I'm thinking dabbling. about giving it a go, dabbling, about maybe but he, it. I actually just totally digressed from comedy for a moment, but he uh, was in a wheelchair, but he was, he was great crack, so I was like, I don't know how, I don't know what part he got involved in, anyway, we had great banter. And then at the end, he actually said to me, he was like, thank you so much for getting me involved. I'm so sick of people coming to slag me. And then they see him in a wheelchair and they back off. He was like, it was just so much more crack. And I was like, but like, you can still be a prick just because you're in a wheelchair. We all had a, we all had a good laugh. Um, And the girl with him didn't laugh as much, to be fair, because I think she was like, is something going on here? Um, But no, it was good fun. I won't say where that was, but oh, you probably know if was. you were at the gig. Oh, yeah. It was would. a regional gig. Um, oh. But, yeah. So, look, enough about fiscal disability. Um, Prince yeah. Andrew. Hmm. What did you make of it? You give me your hot take, because you only watched it today. Right. Well, I knew... It's still fresh. It's still fresh. I knew it was... Oh, speaking of fresh, do you want another cup of tea? Oh, good. You're Thank good? you so much, love. Yeah. So, I knew it was going to be bad, do you know what I mean? I knew it was going to be, I knew he was going to come across as being stupid and I knew that he wasn't really going to admit to much. Or do you know what I mean? I, I knew yeah. there was going to be no revelations from what he he said, really, like from the content of what he said. What I thought was interesting was his, uh, the arrogance of it first, he oh. was like, I mean, unbelievable. So the the story is that the guy who was doing his PR, Justin somebody, his plan for him was that in February, around his 60th birthday, he would do two uh, newspaper interviews. So one English publication and one American publication. He would talk about turning 60, his life now, his girls, his role as a royal and where he saw his future as a royal and address Epstein. And that was the plan. That was his advice to him, that it would be addressed in a broader interview. Mm -hmm. And Andrew didn't take that advice and he wanted to go ahead with the TV interview. So your man actually resigned beforehand. You know the way the thing is like, who was the PR person? Well, 
a lot of the time I'm finding that there is a PR person and they've advised them against doing mm-hmm. the thing that they're about to do and then they resign. So because I heard that about an Irish person as well, that they were advised completely differently and whatever. So he kept saying things like, uh, no, but you need to remember or, you know, but I want to make this clear, like, like I, you know, I need to explain this to you because you mightn't understand. The, he said that the, so the picture no memory, so he doesn't. He doesn't. Say, he doesn't give any definite. Well, like I mean, this is the thing. Her. It's the loophole. It's like I've no recollection. No recollection. I've no recollection. And he went on. And the to way say, he danced yeah. around it. Do you think the picture's fake? And he's dancing around, dancing around. But I mean, obviously, the inference is that he believes this picture is fake. Yeah. And then he says things like he does the thing that my dad does. If you ask my dad a tough question or something, he doesn't want to answer. He goes, sorry? Mm. Sorry, what? He did, I don't know how many times he did, did that in it. I loved the fact that Pizza Express is so special that he remembers it from 12 years ago. It's insane. It's like the birth of my first child, marrying Sarah, Pizza Express in March 2010. I mean, I'd say Pizza Express had a busy And my daughter weekend. getting married. <laughs> When he said it's quite special oh, for yeah. us to go to Pizza Express, how did she keep a straight face? I mean, I don't know. Do you know what my favourite one was? You know, in an interview situation and somebody says, what do you think is your flaw? And you have to pretend to think about it. Mm. And like, you don't want to say, well, I'm sometimes I do have psychotic episodes. <laughs> so you <laughs> just say, you just say, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes I work too hard, like that kind of thing. And he said, you know, my problem is that I'm actually too honourable, was what he said. Randy Andy said his problem was he was actually too honourable. This is the other thing. He was known as Randy Andy. Chronic masturbation. Do you know how many people messaged us about the chronic masturbation? But he was constantly getting pictured with different women. He went to like Heidi Klum's uh, Halloween bash. How's she Klum? How's Klum? And the theme that year, that particular year, was kinky sex. So he thought, do you know what? Kinky I'm sex. <laughs> I'm royalty. And that's right up my street. Um, the photo thing, fucking insanity. The sweating thing. Oh, do you know what song oh, I've been thinking of God, all day? Now, there's no point. People have actually asked me to stop playing music on my phone <laughs> down the microphone. So I'm just going to do a rendition. Fuck you. I want to make you sweat. I'm totally doing a mashup when I go home this evening. I actually didn't. <laughs> I actually didn't sweat then. And the way this, like, it was Sorry, like, I, you need to remember, I didn't sweat then. <laughs> Well, I could, well, no. I, I and by the way, he just no name she, for the condition. No name for the condition. I know. Well, no, there adrenaline. Was. Actually, you so need you adrenaline. need to remember Emma. He was in the Falklands, and someone. Do you like the way he just dropped that I in? I know he was a war hero. I just I, actually the reason I'm I sorry. didn't sweat is because I was in the Falklands. Sorry? And he was shot at. So that's why you didn't have sex with if, the underage girl. <laughs> if I, he was shot at in the Falklands, that's because one of his mates let off a gun by fucking accident in the room because there's no way that they had Princey Boy, even though he in was a, a trench. spare. In a trench. <laughs> in a trench. <laughs> what should I say with Harry? 
They're not allowed it's to fucking like do when anything. It's like Frankie Boyle said the only chance of Prince Harry getting killed is from fucking sunstroke because you're sending <laughs> a ginger to the desert. Of course. None of us are buying it. They don't do they probably don't even get to go in planes and shit. They're probably in one of those things that they have in theme parks. You know, do you the know virtual what? Yeah. flight things. Do you know what? I was talking about they the drug weekend. them. That's what they do. They drug them and they put them in those kiddie virtual flight things and they think they've been at war and they I haven't. <laughs> they're drugged for four years. They're just tripping. Um I I was talking to somebody at the weekend and I actually thought their take was interesting. They were saying, that, saying, no, 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 but <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to see what you're, what you think of this. They yeah. said what he probably should have done was come out and say, said, I did have sex with her. I thought she was 18. This is awful. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's totally what he should have said. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I trusted Epstein. I thought he was my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think... The level of, as you say, delusion and arrogance that he thinks people are going to buy this. And he never, that this girl went out of her way to make, like everything about what she said at the Ring of Truth, when she said the date that she had sex with him in New York and oh, what a coincidence, he was in New York at that time. How the fuck would she know that? Yeah. If she didn't have sex with him that date. You might be able to suss, and obviously this is going back a good few years, but you might be able to suss, um, when fucking I don't know Robbie Williams is in New York because you're keeping an eye on his social media or you know what I mean whatever but you're not no like Tom Dick and Harry's gonna know when Prince Andrew's in fucking Monaco or in New York Mm. or like you'd have to fucking know that shit but the age of consent in England is 16 but this is it he should have just said I thought she was 18 I thought which by the way it's still completely gross and it's still exploitative and it's a total it's an abusive scenario because I had that argument with somebody a few weeks ago about something else in terms of like you know the public eye etc just somebody who has propensity to go for younger women and I do think it's just an abusive dynamic generally because it is kind of based on an imbalance of power. Of course, so like yeah. somebody who's 50 years of age, you can say, well, 18 is an adult, but it's not like an 18 year old. It's not an adult. I know. I know. But I think, I know. I, I think he's like, I think he's pretty much fucked. He like, is that's, fucked now. That's he's the, absolutely. The last and we'll save him. The frightening thing is, and is that you could tell he, public life. Why? See, it's the arrogance. It's the him. arrogance. He yeah. thought, and he did after the fact, he thought that if I just get on there and talk and tell my side, everyone will fucking get it. And actually, me and Shane were talking about it, and he was saying, like, if he'd been talking about being war hero 15 years ago, that would have fucking washed. But it's not going to wash now. He Like, you can't do an interview and give it the doe eyes and go, Queen of Hearts. It's just not going to fucking yeah, wash yeah, now. Because people are too savvy. And no, yeah. totally. And I think that the whole thing as well about... Um, you know, the fact that he was uh, on the one hand trying to dismiss the relationship as just a casual acquaintance and on the other hand saying he flew to New York, flew to New York for a four-day breakup. He thought it was a cop-out to do it over the phone. I'm sorry, but if your fucking next to kin gets done for being a fucking pedo, you can just text them and yeah. say it's done. Yeah, but and then the the dinner party... To say goodbye to his casual acquaintance. Four days. Yeah. Like he's too honourable. 
he's just it's his problem always um and did you he see Sarah's to. gushing supportive oh I mean she's the only one tweet. that seems to have anything good to say about him and as if we trust anything out of her fucking mouth but I mean Sarah was creaming her knickers after that interview she was oh, just he's like needy. my prince she, he's needy now he is vulnerable she is gonna soak that all up she is just gonna sit there do you want to bath darling <laughs> She's just going to sit there with her fucking Weight Watchers fucking you know book. What? The Queen must be like, for fuck's sake. Can you imagine her sitting there watching that? She's, no, she's drugged. She's been drugged for at least two weeks in the run up to this. How is she? She can't. She has to be drugged up because she just there's wants no to, way she wouldn't have dropped out at this point. She, she just wants to be at home watching the antiques fucking roadshow like the rest of them. They just have that on. They have that on. I'd say she watches Heartbeat too. But what I will say about Andrew is I don't I honestly don't think that he was aware that it was child trafficking going on. I honestly don't. I think he thought it was just run of the mill prostitution. And I'd say he would think that these I'd say he probably thought I I honestly think that he thought that they were of age. Mm. I, I don't think personally, I don't think he was having sex with children. But no, I'd say well, I mean, he's taught in his head. It's not pedophilic behavior in the sense that, you know, yeah. he probably, I would think he probably thought that they were 18, 19. Yeah, I'd say that he thought that these women were, or, well, I, I think he thought that these were women, that they were of age and that they were happy to be there and honored to be getting to have sex with him mm-hmm. and dance with him. I think it wouldn't it wouldn't actually enter his brain that these women did not fancy him. They were there because they had to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he doesn't strike me as being particularly smart. Oh, I mean, uh, that there was illegal activity and that there was other stuff going on. Yes, definitely. But I don't. Now, maybe that's just my own naivety. I don't think he knew that children were being trafficked by him for sex. The only thing I would say in relation to that, I think the fact that he had been to the island, like yeah. the island did strike me, whatever about, oh, you're in New York and women are coming and going, you'd have to ask questions if you were on an island. And, you know, you generally can spot a teenage girl, you know, like yeah. they're different from girls in their early 20s. Like yeah. you can, like physically, you know, even in terms of development, I think there is a massive difference between a 17 year old and say like even a 20 year old, even in terms of how they carry themselves often. Yeah. But I just think, would you not question why these teenage girls, so many of them were see, on that island? I think a normal person would, but I I honestly don't think that he, he would hasn't qu- been raised to ask questions. It's no, just there and it's available. That he, and that he is entitled to that. Yeah. Because he's actually, him, like, he's obviously had a very different experience than Charles, I would imagine. Mm. Because he was well, kind he's of similar left. to Princess Margaret yeah, in he's terms just of the experience he's had. To yeah. do what he wanted to do. And he was, as you were saying, he always had this kind of playboy. Mm-hmm 
persona. And then they thought when he got married, they were like, oh, thank, thanks be to Jesus. We don't have to be worrying about him anymore. And sure, that like that didn't last long. So then he, he kind of went back to the Playboy thing, but he was now older. So it was a bit more, this is fucking weird. And obviously technology had moved on. There's more photographs. So there's photographs of him. Was it 2007? Yeah, I saw those today. The socialite one dancing yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I mean... And then he said, did he not say, but I didn't actually get a chance to look this up on Twitter, but I presume, you know, if he had said it, somebody else picked up on it. But did he not say he wasn't sure where Tramp Nightclub was? And then said, when I was in Tramp Nightclub. Yeah, Something I know. that he'd never been there. And then he referenced, well, anytime I was there. Yeah, he I know what you mean. Up. He kind of said it like he was like, yeah, no, I remember that bit. There was something like he kind of made out like I wouldn't even know what that was. And then he was like any other time that I'd been there. Very was, strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. there was a lot of it was like as if he gave the impression that he had just been pulled off the street and given like 20 minutes. I mean, that notice. was with prepping. That was with prepping. That was with prepping. Like you would wonder, I know I use the word stupid and I apologize, but I will say unintelligent, just a very unintelligent but I person. Think, was like, that, that just that is the clear. arrogance of it? He just thought him willing to speak on television about it and clear and clear his name was enough. Now I'm like maybe he did know that they were all children and Maybe he just, his lack of empathy. You would question as well. Because like, there was such, I, Jesus, because like, there was he such had, little empathy in the whole thing. But like, also, maybe he just didn't give a fuck at all. Well, he's, I think in any like royal biographies I would have read back in the day, he always came across as somebody totally devoid of empathy. Like even the fact he's having a wank and he's just dropping tissues and fucking socks and whatever, wherever he wants, just waiting for someone else to pick yeah. it up. Like, you know, I feel that he also my only issue with and I don't think his behavior is pedophilic. I think Mm. it's gross. I think it's creepy. I think it's an abusive dynamic. I think it's completely reprehensible and it is really wrong because it is a relationship that is based on imbalance of power. Mm. Um, But I think somebody who has young daughters Mm. is actually quite aware Yes. Of the age demographic he's dealing with. Because if you have a daughter that is a young, you know, a young girl, mm. you generally are kind of more in tune with what is a 15 year old, what is a 17 year old, what is a 20 year old woman. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking How hell. old were the kids when all this was going on? So the last time he saw him was the Virginia Roberts thing. She was she saying that happened in what are the dates again? Twenty not twenty. We she's maybe around two thousand two thousand one yeah, two thousand one. But then the last time he saw him was two thousand and nine. Yes, yes, that was it. Yeah, um, two thousand and nine or two thousand and ten was it? Yeah, two thousand nine, yeah. two thousand and ten. Because I'm just thinking, if it was around two thousand, like his daughters would have been maybe what twelve, thirteen. I know. Yeah, yeah. So again, I just feel you do kind of know if you're dealing with a teenager. Yeah, when you see, have I, teenagers I, it's probably my own like naivety because I think now, um, in TV shows or like you know just like with true crime and stuff, I think it's really important when there's characters that do evil things but don't come across as evil. Do you know the way like before 
evil was always kind of written in a very two-dimensional kind of way. But I think, you know, sometimes evil is, does actually seem nice. And I know this is so fucking childlike, but whatever. But and then I'm like, is he fucking evil? Do you know that kind of way? Mm. Is he like a bit sociopathic yeah, in terms yeah, of how? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say. But there was no empathy and even he was given there was at no the end of the interview he was given the opportunity is there anything else you'd like to add so that is the moment when you talk about the victims of course and there was and no mention say. of the victim throughout the whole hour he could have said look i'm very sorry for this girl's experience but when he talked about the act of sex being positive for men oh i mean totally deranged yeah, no, that was quite funny. And explaining it, like you mightn't be aware of this. Yeah, but it's actually a positive action. His language, I mean, I just would have loved to have seen the behind the scenes team as he talked about sex being a positive action. Are you talking about your dick, Andrew? And you remember it. But I mean, also the inference, shocking. there's so much wrong with it, but also the inference I took from that was, as a woman, we might actually forget it, because for us, it's not I a know. positive action. I know. So, you know, someone might just pop into you there now, and she's actually forgot about that. It, the inference was that for we men. would forget about it because it's actually for us it's so just she's kind of, you know, wrong. you're she, the garage, he's the she, car. Yeah, it's more likely for female but that was the inference i took yeah yeah because it's negative for her ask a man he won't forget he'll know it's all very acdc isn't it but the woman would probably get it wrong because you know but we can get confused emma because for mm. us it's a it's a I negative mean, it's action saying i'd say i could probably watch that interview another four times and get even more from it. Mm. I'd say there was a lot of self-preservation where some of it I actually just fucking blocked out. It is bizarre, isn't it? Like, like I haven't, the, we haven't, haven't actually even... happy to have... I can't believe Andrew let you down like children. this. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I'm still like, I don't think he knew about that part of it. But also, I think we haven't touched upon um, oh, the most hilarious yeah. part um, where... He, she, he was asked, do you regret the friendship? Oh, and yeah, his answer was no. no. Andrew is unintelligent. I'm sorry. In that moment, all you have to say is, of course I do. But instead he said, no, because a lot of the opportunities provided were quite useful. Oh, yeah. And his, his quest for knowledge and information no one's buying that. I Listen, mean, when he started on the basis of this interview, Andrew, there wasn't much knowledge or information going on, and there still. I think isn't. he said that quite early on, like kind of. Well, what was what was the basis but of sure, this look, friendship? Was he playing up the silly? Like he was obviously playing up the naivety, and you know, he I think was. But I think the thickness still shines through. Like when Curtis on Love Island, you know when you're trying so hard you get trapped yeah because you're trying to be one thing that you think people are going to like but i think by actually doing that but the it, it's kind of you know it's it's counterproductive that people dislike you more because it's not authentic so you're better off just going yeah. with look i'm a randy fuck i have to wank like you don't get it you need to remember 
I have to wank, wank three times a day. Oh my God, Judy. It was just, it's still horrific though. Like it, it was and it is and it will forever be and it will continue probably for the rest of the week to be absolutely fucking horrific. But as you say, he must be forgotten now. Like himself and Prince Philip are just going to be placed in a room. Mm. For the foreseeable future. With a box of tissues and yeah. some and when creams. The smell starts to emanate, we will know that Prince Philip has died. And we'll just kind of have Pornhub on repeat for Andrew to keep him happy. Maybe we could sign him up for an online course as well, just they're to gonna help be him watching on his quest him. of knowledge. They're gonna, but you see, they're going to have to watch him fucking all the time. Because I know now he's only coming up to 60, but they don't want him dying anytime soon. Because if Andrew died, they'd have to give him the big official funeral. I think that I think they come out and I think they'd come out in about a month and say, just, you know, Andrew actually died a few weeks ago. (laughs) Everyone had enough going on with Brexit and everything. So, look, we've cremated him and we have um, just deposited his ashes in Pizza Express (laughs) (laughs) because it was a very special place for him. And he didn't even get to go in, Judy, though. That's the thing. Imagine <laughs> if he'd gone in, he would have fucking masturbated all over the place. Oh, stop. He would have come. He would have come. He would have smelt the cheese and he would have come in his pants. He was only dropping. You just, you couldn't. Was it Beatrice or Eugenie? Like, okay. First the of all, the girl, you neither feel one of them, them. is getting invited to a party. Can you imagine Holes your dad referring your dad referring to sex as a positive action? Imagine Jimmy sitting you down. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I do think there are a lot of question marks over the party itself. Yeah, and I can just imagine me saying to my dad. Um, Dad, do you remember uh, dropping me to a party in 1995 in Leisureplex in Stillorgan? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I do. 13th of March? Yeah, that was it. Like, no. Yeah. I think... And nobody was doing parties then. Like, that was rare. It's not like every birthday party we'd be at Leisureplex. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was rare. But maybe that's what Andrew meant. Maybe a party was usually like just a Rice Krispie bun. In the gaff. In the gaff. But this time they were like, no, let's get them a pizza. But what is a Pizza Express party? Look, there's nothing for it. We need to take up to 90 to London and find out what a Pizza Express... I mean, they yeah. must be fucking... I tell you something. Delira with they, this coverage. Yeah, they used to do a pizza party for kids in... Uh, at mines there there used to be a pizza place on the corner across from Abracabra and I was going to do it one year for Ella but now it's not a pizza I think it t- turned into burrito place then so sad um, I missed will we touch upon McKenna 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 now all I know about her is that she's had like a glow up did you watch the interview? No, I didn't watch it. Okay, I'll shut up now. So yeah. you tell me about it. Um, so Where was well, it she on? did the interview with Pierce Morgan, which was her first mistake. <sighs> yeah. Was it awful? Was it horrific? Well, it just started out her saying, you know, I just wanted to talk about my story. And essentially, Pierce, as like. So what? Was she just trying to ramp it up again? Like, well, you know, the book's out. Oh, okay. Um, so she was on Matt Cooper there a few weeks ago. And actually, that was quite controversial because a lot of people were saying and so on now i actually did 
sympathize with her when I listened to the interview on Matt. But okay. a lot of people then, as you can imagine, were out in force on the social saying like, you know, it was a very softly, softly interview. This person's a jokes mule, all the rest. But I actually thought, to be honest, I, I did actually really enjoy listening to the interview and yeah. did sympathize with her. So essentially she came on and said, you know, I wasn't the usual. I wasn't really thinking. Mm. Um, I was just very naive. I wasn't thinking correctly. I've brought this book out because I want to, Teach you know, just people, promote blah, awareness blah, 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 yeah. and blah, blah. So, of course, like Pierce went guns blazing and was like, well, <laughs> Sorry, you know, you say you weren't thinking, but you were thinking. You were thinking about lining your pockets with the five grand and yeah uh you know she's like no you know like I just wasn't clear thinking clearly because I was actually intoxicated at the time at the time and he's like well you know I've read the book and you know your account of being in prison is horrible but I don't feel sorry for you because you were his main chat show thing this was on what's the good morning thing oh right yeah Yeah. because I was thinking like on the chat show thing it'd be so the two girls the two interviewers are now what kind of bothered me about the interview was and I know, obviously, Pierce, you know, is, is you know, the the, the oh, only town in show, really, in, yeah. ter- in the only show, show in town in terms of he is, like, obviously at the heart of it. But, like, he's shouting over the other two girls. They're sitting back, letting him just go, like, just go yeah. for the jugular. Like, I found it such uncomfortable viewing. And, you know, he's saying, well, she's saying, well, you know, I just brought this book out because I feel like there was a lot of untruths out there about me and about my story. And he's like, give me one lie. Give me one lie that the media. And she's saying, well, you know, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Like, it's cringeworthy viewing. It really is. But do you think this was orchestrated? Like, was this pre-planned? Well. To drum up a bit of hype? Because, like, okay, obviously everyone in Ireland knows. But I does think, anyone in England give a shit about this story? Well, I think, to be honest... She was floored. Like by the end, she was speechless. So he was saying, You know what you should do, Michaela? You should. And then actually, one of the female interviews, like, How much money do you think you make from the group? And she's like, Maybe 10 grand. What are you going to do with the money? Well, I've got to pay back debts. Uh, you know, I'm in education now and, you know, by the end of it, she's literally just bereft. Like she's just oh, speechless. Really? She has no words. It's like, you know what you should do now? Uh, you should give that money to some charity that works with people who suffer because of drugs and all that. And you know who I absolutely concurred with? PJ Gallagher put out a tweet saying, you know what? It's amazing. All these people here loving, like essentially just it was almost like Roman. Like we're talking like somebody being completely ripped to shreds on TV. And he was saying, you know, it's, it's interesting people on here, uh, you know, congratulating Pierce on ripping this person's shreds and something on the line, ripping this person's shreds. And he said something on the lines of like, it would be interesting to see how many of these people had actually done drugs themselves. So, you know, ultimately if you're, if you're, you know, kind of, you know, very happy and very ready to tear this woman apart, it's like, well, have you done coke? Because I do think there was a lot of that, that people, yeah. for me, it was really uncomfortable to watch. And I did feel sympathy for her. Should she have gone on Pierce Morgan? Absolutely not. I mean, I can understand why she's writing the book, but I, you know, I, I think you have to understand as well why people would be like, yeah. you can't profit from. I mean, she is a drugs mule at the but end like, of the day. I feel like Pierce has never watched Banged Up Abroad. Oh, like my absolute favourite, I mean, Banged Up on. Abroad. No, I would say that it's for, very for anyone uncomfortable. That, that, for, for anyone, not anyone, but for most people that that 
that get themselves into a situation like that, I do feel sorry for them. Because, like, you know, the human condition is we can all be, we can all give in to greed. But I think the difference with the drug smuggling is we all, we're, we're all greedy. All of us who do the lotto, all of us who buy scratch cards, all of us who fucking ask for fucking extra dessert, whatever, right? But I think the difference between people who take that punt and smuggle drugs for the first time or whatever, they are people who are like spontaneous risk takers. Like that's, that's actually, the personality That's type. actually the big problem it's yeah. not greed or whatever well, they're impetuous yeah yeah that because that's the only reason that i wouldn't do something like that i'd be like oh fucking um if i got caught i'd be fucked but you see you can actually what i go what i do a bungee jump would i jump out of a plane would i fucking do shit that i wish i hadn't done just fucking in the spare of the moment absolutely like what age is she 19 I mean, very really young. young. But I mean, realistically, I actually can understand. I actually can understand yeah. the thought process. Totally. Like she was saying, you know, I was intoxicated. I was out at a party when I was approached. Like you know, obviously these people are clever as well. They yeah. sell it as it's risk free. People do this all the time. Here is Mick. Meet Mick. Mick. Tell her how many times you've done this. I've done this ten times. Made yeah. fifty grand. Like it's all. It's in. You know, the energy is high. People are on drugs. They're intoxicated, whatever it might be. They're not thinking rationally. You have been sold this as, oh, I mean, like you'd have to be stupid not to do this. Like there's no danger here whatsoever. And then you're sitting in a hotel room and they arrive and you see the amount of drugs and you're like, fuck. Then you're in the situation where you've It's a very different scenario. A promise you've made you can, a, you've you made a business relationship with a fucking like drug lord. You don't know where they are. or don't know what they're capable of doing. And I like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, it's completely fucking stupid. But come but on. But you put it. But you can say. I think the thing that pissed me off about the Pierce Morgan interview, aside from the fact it's fucking Pierce Morgan. Um, I mean, I thought he came across just as an absolute pig. He's getting very jolly, isn't he? Yeah, and he just... And, like, his obsession with Meghan Markle is fucking weird. (laughs) Like, it's fucking weird. Like, is he just standing outside her cottage looking in her window all the time? Defo folks It's so bizarre. Like, it's fucking weird. But he... I I thought he came across as, as, as really repellent. But you can say, yeah, I understand the thought process and also at the same time say... It was stupid, but I understand how she yeah, got caught up in that. I mean, okay, she doesn't seem like she's been an absolute fucking dickhead since it all happened. No, and like she has her two kids now. Yeah. And, you know, I think that even on the Matt Cooper, because I mean, essentially on Pierce Morgan, she didn't really get a chance to speak as such. Um, but she, you know, she did talk about the fact that she wanted to go to do this college course in the UK. They found out about the conviction. She lost the college course. She was after paying for accommodation. Like I can actually understand. Yeah, it is hard for her now. I'm not saying yeah. that this is not a result of her own action. Of course it is, but I would feel sympathy for her. Like I think we've all been in situations that you do get caught up in something, and you think, "How the fuck am I going to get out of this?" And you actually think, I'm in too deep now. I just have to go through with it and hope for the best. Not that this is the same, right? Not this the same. But say you get stopped in your car 
Okay, not you. Not you. You get stopped in your car, right? And you've no tax and insurance. They had all the best plans to get it all sorted. And you were like, oh, do you know what? After I fucking drive to Galway to do that gig, I'm going to sort it out. And you get caught. So what are the range of emotions you feel? First of all, you're like, fuck it, I got caught. Shit. Then you're going to like feel sorry for yourself. And then you're going to be annoyed at yourself going, I should have fucking sorted that out. But you're allowed to feel the range of emotions. You're like, you're human. You're not going to feel 100% remorseful Mm. for not having done something that you should have, you know, not playing by the rules. So like, I think she's allowed to feel a little bit sorry for herself if like she can't fucking do the college course because of her previous conviction. I mean, I think she's allowed. She's not going to start fucking donating every fucking penny she earns to charities to do with like well, people. Well, like I say, to be honest, she fucking needs the money. From addiction. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, I just feel, I know I did feel for her and I would recommend it's only like 10 minutes if you want to watch it. But, you like know, do- I'd say like the second dope, most foolish thing she did, the first foolish thing was agreeing to um, smoke £1.5 million pounds worth of cocaine. So. But the second most foolish thing she did was go on Piers Morgan and think it was going to go well. What Matt Cooper, hon- he is not. Like, Matt Cooper yeah. is a teddy bear. But what about the hun bun? Well, the glow up. I mean, we have Is to talk about the glow up. Do you remember that when she did was she on get in done? the Daily Mail and so many people were saying, I know this is really bad, but where did she get her jacket from? And I actually had that jacket oh, and then you? it sold out that jacket. So, so I was it you or her? It was me. Okay, I like to yeah. think, I, let's conflate the two. Yeah. Um, but I was going around and some people were like, oh my God, can I just ask, is that the, whatever they were calling her at the time? Was it McCain McConnell? Was there not a nickname for her at the time? I, I don't know. Well, all I, that comes to my head is like drug mule, yeah, but that's not yeah. what it was. I can't, but maybe they were. But I just remember people would stop me, Emma, in the oh, street. Really? I'm like, is that the jacket? Do you know what? I don't know what way you're going to take this, but I can totally imagine like 15 years ago if somebody had, you could have gotten wrapped up in something like that. Oh, do you know what? Like, I you have, have a stories, Emma, up. and... I think I'm just not ready to talk about them just yet. <laughs> well, don't tell Pierce. Anyway. I have. Um, oh, but you know what? I can't but even mention. A, I was going to say. It totally happened to you. Not now, but like 15 years ago. Well, a friend of mine. After a mad. A friend of mine was asked on to beach, carry a bag. <laughs> Yeah. This is 100% true. Did get asked to yeah. carry a bag and did get stung for something. Um, It was a fella she was seeing at the time and he was like, oh, would you mind taking this for me? Mm. And did get stung for something, but it was so minor. Small, yeah. It was minor. So, you know, it was a, a minor Personal enough incident. Kind of but the worst part of that story was she, <laughs> she did keep seeing him after for another while. Like, what do they have to do, Emma, for us to break up with them? Jesus Christ. You planted drugs on me, but you do always text me back. So I've got to weigh it up here. On that note. Yeah. I've been Jeannie J. I've been Emma Doran. God bless. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.